Hello, my name is Opal Singleton, and this is Exploited Crimes and Technology, coming to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock, right here on AM 590, The Answer. Well, I think we're going to have an interesting show today because I'm known for my research, and I've been researching and following three different cases of what we call CSAM, child sexual abuse material. In the old days, that was called child pornography. And I want to share with you all the background of how this takes place. Uh, Have you ever had somebody that you are aware of, maybe they were at your work or down the street that was charged with possessing or manufacturing and distributing child pornography? And you say to yourself, my heck, I knew that person. I had no idea. And you wonder how they got caught. How did that work out? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today because we have three interesting cases that kind of all come together and converge. And I want to share it with you. Before I get started, I am the president and CEO of Million Kids. That's a local nonprofit organization in uh, centered out of Riverside. But we actually train law enforcement and code enforcement, fire departments, social workers, licensed marriage, family therapists, lots of school personnel and corporations on things about keeping kids safe from predators, things having to do with sex trafficking or sextortion, which is blackmail with a photo, or sometimes uh, more about social media exploitation. And so I'm known for my research. I'm a post-certified trainer, meaning I can train law enforcement and do. And before COVID, I did travel all across the United States doing that. And I look forward to the day that might happen again. But in the meantime, I'm known for my research and staying right on top of the latest things that are happening. And because of that, what what we used to do is put that out on Facebook. But apparently uh, somewhere along the line, uh, Zuckerberg's team there didn't like something I said, and they took me and kids as one of the 70,000 organizations that they took off the air. And we have rebuilt now. If you want to follow us again, you can do that at IE Million Kids on Facebook or just simply follow us at millionkids.org. Because of that um, situation where suddenly we lost thousands and thousands of our followers and people who care deeply about this subject, we decided to take our training in-house. And so we have developed something called the Million Kids Insider Alert. And I would encourage you to go to mankids.org and find Insider Alert and sign up for it. There's no cost, uh, and it will be a great way for you to get the latest news. You know, people have me come out, I train them, and they go, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. And, And they're just somewhat overwhelmed by the amount of things that are going on. Well, this is a great way for you to get a five or 10 minute lesson about two to three times a week when they're announced where we analyze cases and we explain to you all the information of how all of this works. And so that's what I'm going to do today over the next few uh, segments here is we're going to talk about how three child pornography cases came together. So the three cases, one has to do with an individual that was arrested down in Texas um, for possession. And it sounds like your typical child pornography case. Now here, a lot of times here in the Inland Empire, you'll see them arrested out of the Fontana area. 
That's because you're very fortunate if you live in Fontana. You have a tremendous chief of police over there. Uh, his name is Chief Billy Green, and uh, his background is ICAC, Internet Crimes Against Children. And in fact, all these people who want to defund police and defund Homeland Security, Homeland Security is one of the premier agencies in the United States that has a division that does nothing but try to stop child pornography and sextortion. That is, if your kid gets crazy and sends out a naked photo and the blackmail begins, it is those people who start to find out who the bad guy is and begin to go after him. And that we're very, very fortunate in Riverside. We have great human trafficking task force. We have some tremendous chiefs of police. And we have Homeland Security that does this kind of thing, as well as FBI has uh, Innocence Loss Task Force. So there is a lot of effort going out to track down how pedophiles work, and the reason for that, maybe maybe I need to back up a little bit. You know, I'm older than a lot of you guys listening out there, but I remember, you know, it used to be that weirdo guy down the street, and, and he was doing something with a niece or a nephew or a child, and, and uh, you know, he may or may have not gotten caught, but he stayed in the shadows and stayed to himself. Most child's... Um, pornographers are male, although there are female child pornographers also for what it's worth. Uh, I haven't seen the numbers, but my gut tells me it's probably 10%, 90% more male. And But what has happened with the onset of the internet is that they've come out of the shadows and began to go online and go into chat rooms, common chat rooms, and find each other. And it really has embraced them. Uh, they really are uh, aggressive and assertive in what they're doing. They start to find each other. They start to trust each other. They give signs back and forth. Maybe they start to exchange a photo or a, um, maybe a video, or maybe they participate in a live stream event. Uh, and they begin to get develop a camaraderie. And with that, they go in, usually what will happen is they will leave the surface web and go into the dark web so they won't get caught by by law enforcement. Now, I just did a whole show recently on Pornhub that had to take down 10 million of their 13 million video inventory because they have been talking our kids and telling them that they could make lots of money by sending in new uh, videos, which they were putting out for child child pornography. And when they began to get sued, literally 10 million videos came down and Master Church Visa decided to no longer uh, support their work by allowing you to subscribe using your MasterCard and Visa. And so this gave you an idea of just how big online uh, minor, and I don't mean less than, I'm talking about by age, under 18, uh, the number of photographs and videos that are out there on the regular web, as well as in the dark web. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, bear with me a minute. If, if you think of the internet as a bucket of water, the top three or 4% is where we have Google and Chrome and Bing, and we have search engines, we find each other, it's pretty open. 
you can't just go from the clear web to the dark web or the surface web to the dark web. They're used interchangeably. Uh, you need a special browser to do that, a special router. The most common one of those is called TOR, T-O-R. It stands for The Onion Router. So if you ever see one of your young people with a TOR, T-O-R, or a dot .onion account, or they're on DuckDuckGo, you know, uh, something like that, then I'd ask a lot of questions and insist they allow you to go there or remove the phone because that what they're doing is they have a way of getting from the clear web to the dark web. Well, so what has happened is, is that these guys find each other and they start forming large scale rings in the dark net. And you have to have the exact, uh, IP address, the exact coding in order for them to allow you in. And once you start to go in, these sites are very large. They have site administrators that require you to every week submit new photos of violated kids in order to be able to qualify to stay on because they're trying to verify that you are not a cop. And you become part of the circle. And as we just found out not too long ago, some of these are huge. They just found Welcome to Video last year out of South Korea. It had a million paid subscribers, a million paid subscribers in the dark net. So if you're one of these kids that gets sucked into sending a photo and it turns out to be one of these pedophiles that puts it in the dark web, you could have your photo go to a million people almost instantaneously. This is the reason why I talk to your children and say, you know, have you ever thought about where naked photos go when you hit send? This is nobody ever promised you the Internet was private. You think like an American citizen, you know, that you have a right to privacy. This is not called the U.S. web. It is called the World Wide Web. And yes, things get hacked. They get intercepted or you get tricked and you send them in or you just think you're going to be famous and you're going to get 40000 a week like Pornhub offered you. And you're going to be in there and you're going to be a model. Well, that's how it begins. And these photos go out on these large scale rings. The thing with Welcome to Video is that many of the people being arrested are right here in the Inland Empire because it's a global ring. So my name is Opal Singleton. This show is called Exploited Crimes and Technology. We're up against a break. Be right back. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sellers and buyers recognize that these low interest rates will not last. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Hey, there are many good restaurants in the Inland Empire, but really great restaurants are hard to find. Let me tell you about the Toasted Barrel in Corona. It's a trendy, upscale steakhouse with great pasta and seafood. It's a fantastic choice for birthdays and anniversaries or just that special night out with your loved one and friends. Inland Empire Magazine has awarded them best restaurant and brunch for the past three years. The owners, Ed and Shirley, are friendly and attentive to your needs. If you're a prime rib connoisseur, this place is for you. Go ahead and try it out. The Toasted Barrel, located at 1300 El Sobrante Road in Corona. Or Google them at Toasted Barrel to make reservations. I guarantee you, you're going to love it. 
Be sure and tell Ed and Shirley that Opal sent you. It will be a night you'll never forget. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back. My name is Opal Singleton and we're talking about the World Wide Web and how global child pornography or CSAM, child sexual abuse material rings work. And I'm just sharing some of my knowledge and research with you. And I want to share a couple of three cases that came together for us this this past week, and I want to make you aware of them. All of them are at our website at millionkids.org, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S, millionkids.org. So we're talking about how the Internet is made and why this is happening. It's happening because now pedophiles can come out of the closet and start to find each other and they form these large-scale communities, and they build these massive libraries of photos of kids, okay? There were three of them discovered out of Europe. By the way, the U.S. is the biggest consumer of child pornography. I, I thought I'd share that with you. But they did find three libraries out of uh, Norway, Scotland, and Ireland. And each of them had over 30 million images in it, okay? Now, that's not 30 million photos, that's 30 million children who had their photo taken while having something horrible happen to them. And so this is absolutely massive because technology allows it to happen. As they develop encryption, as you get in the dark web, as you can do these virtual private networks where you can connect with each other, this has become absolutely massive business. Now, I want to show you how these three cases came together this week because I remember um, 
can't think of his name right now, but uh, Paul Harvey. Oh, my gosh. Remember Paul Harvey and the rest of the story? Well, this is in honor of Paul Harvey. This is the rest of the story for this. So last week's headline was that Special Agents Daniel Alfin and Special Agent Laura Schwarzenberger were gunned down down in Florida as they were serving a a warrant for child pornography. These are FBI agents who were doing a routine serving of a warrant. Now, what we now know is that the guy had a ring, like the door ring thing that where they can see with the camera. And he apparently saw them coming. Now he knew that he was probably about to get picked up because he's heard that he was part of a ring where others were being picked up. And somehow along the line, it really got bad, and they ended up killing these two agents. Well, I want to tell you what a hero, especially hero, that Special Agent Daniel Alphen is. Special Agent Laura Schwarzenberger is also very, very special, and they're both heroes. However, Special Agent Daniel Alphen has a history that you need to know about, the rest of the story. Back in 2015, we were all suspicious, people who worked in law enforcement. I'm a civilian, by the way, but I am the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Human Trafficking Task Force, which is run through Sheriff Chad Bianco over there. Great man. Good job. Great to have that organization in our our, uh, community. But in the course of this, what happened is in 2015, I began actually about 2013, I began to see how big these child pornography rings were becoming because of technology, but we didn't understand how big a ring really could be. And what happened is Daniel Alphen, the gentleman that was killed this last week, was part of a team that was following leads of a child pornography ring called the Playpen, and it was operated in the dark net. But keep in mind, the dark net is like this mass around the world. Anybody can join it if they have the right information and the right invitation from the holder of the website in the dark web. There is no directory to go and find it. There are some directories, but um, there's no like search engine. Anyway, what happened is they had uh, quietly gone in and taken down and taken over the playpen um child pornography ring. It was ran by a guy by the name of Swartz, uh, no, a guy by the name of Chase, excuse me. And uh, he's an interesting looking character. I show him to all the kids at school. Do you want to know where your naked photo went? Look at this guy. And you know, they all go, oh, you know, <laughs> but anyway, but they had uh, heard that he was running what they thought would be a good sized child pornography ring. And they arrested him and put him in solitary confinement. So word could not get out that they had taken over the the um, the ring. Now this is highly unusual, and I would never normally condone this, but I do this time. What happened is they they had to get him off and away so that the rest of the people in the ring would not know he got uh, he was arrested. And the FBI for ten days, uh, with the permission of the top of the FBI operated a child pornography site down in the dark web. Now, normally I would go, no way, baby, that's wrong, wrong, wrong. But this time I'm very, very proud that they actually did it because what happened is nobody knew how big it was. 
And so that meant they operated it. You know, they received and sent kind of thing because they thought that uh, everybody on the ring thought they were talking to Chase. Okay, he was in jail. Well, once they got there, they had something called a network investigative tool. Now, this is basically a bot and uh, or an algorithm, if you will. And uh, they nobody's really saying what it looks like today because they want to keep that secret. But imagine in your mind of like inserting dye into your vein in your body and seeing where it ends up all over your body. Well, that's what a NIT is, a network investigative tool. And at the time, they were blown away because it turned out there were 215,000 pedophiles on that one ring. And nobody, nobody in those days ever had a vision that this was anything more than a couple of 3,000 people that were all together. They had no understanding just how big they were. So for that reason, I'm very proud of them for doing it because it opened our eyes to a whole new world that most of us don't even know exists. So what happened in this case, they had a problem. They did get the search warrant as for Quantico, Virginia. And uh, but these these rings are global. They may be coming out of Thailand or Bulgaria or Australia or Malaysia. You don't know. And the people that are part of the ring are from all over the world. And so had they not done that, we would not have understood how big it was. But by running that network investigative tool, that gave them some idea of just how big it was. But it also went on and told them how to find the IP addresses of the users. And that was fascinating, okay? Because suddenly now they can start taking people down and they can see the photos that are going back and forth. And I've heard and read from some of the research that I've done just how big and how horrible they are. In that particular case, 39% of the photos were of kids under the age of two. And so this is just as horrific as it gets. And nobody was able to visualize how big that was. Well, they they had to do something because they would start to go out and arrest the people. They'd follow the IP addresses and they'd go arrest the people. Well, of course, they would get an attorney and the attorney would say, let me see your search warrant. And the warrant was for Virginia, but the first perpetrator was in Oklahoma. So he went to court and the judge said, you don't have a good search warrant here. This is not a valid case. And on it went as they began to go after these guys. But they would continue to appeal it and they took it all the way to the top courts. And the court ruled for the rule of 41 that said that this is like terrorism, that they're operating in unknown territory and that you don't know where this is going to end when you start pursuing this. And so therefore, you basically have carte blanche. And Daniel Alphen, the gentleman that was murdered last week and shot on, on that call, was one of them that helped take down the playpen ring. And it was 200,000 pedophiles, a lot of children being violated, and a lot of perpetrators where they ran the IP address and found out where they live and came and got them and arrested them. And so I want to give a special accolade to um, uh, Special Agent Daniel 
Alfin. Had they not done that, we wouldn't be able to find all the rings that have since come up, which I'm going to start to tell you about, because we would not been able to find, for instance, Welcome to Video that had a million participants, a million people paying money every month to be able to get those photos and be part of that ring. Let's suppose they're paying $20 a month to be a member and they have a, a one million members, which they, they were able to verify. It was being paid in cryptocurrency. I often talk about this with money laundering. That's $20 million just for buying and selling videos of kids being violated. That's how big this crazy thing is. And so next in the next section, we're going to start to talk about a big ring that just came unraveled. My name is Opal Singleton. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to www.meandkids.org. It's $16. I'll sign it and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book. Educate yourself about how to keep our kids safe in this day of changing technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at 3 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton. Our organization is Million Kids. And uh, if you have it in your heart to support our organization, I would truly, truly appreciate it. We are a local organization. We do set with parents who are looking for their runaway and missing kids. And we work with kids who are getting blackmailed and, and getting caught up into forced prostitution or sending off photos thinking they're going to be a model and and we get involved in it. So we're the real deal. We handle the real thing. But my real thing is to educate you, which is why we have this radio show, and I hope it's helpful. So I just told you about Daniel Alphen, who just gave his life um, serving a search warrant or a, um, an arrest warrant down in Florida. But he pioneered finding out just how big these child pornography rings are. So part of my Million Kids Insider Alerts, a week ago, I did a case on a guy out of uh, Texas. His name was Charles Orange. Now he's pleading not guilty. So I'm going to say he's alleged at this point till he gets through the, the, uh, the process. I think everybody has a right to it, but he got caught up in what was called operation black wrist. And that started out of Thailand, Bulgaria, and Australia. And so you read about Operation Black Wrist and you wonder, what's that got to do with us in the U.S.? Well, I want you to understand this because this is going to overlap with another case that just broke yesterday. And I want you to kind of see just how big these are. So Operation Black Wrist was a, uh, where, a case where they saw uh, pictures of 11 boys all under the age of 13 
and it was discovered in the dark web and it had 63,000 users around the world. Okay. So that could be somebody down the street from you as far as that goes, but there were 63,000. So I've told you about a case that we had, had 215,000 that's playpen. And then welcome to video had a million, right? Well, in this case, they had 63,000 and, uh, they saw these photos of these 11, uh, boys and uh, one of them was wearing a black rubber bracelet, just like me and kids has, although it wasn't a me and kids one. Uh, ours say, I believe in you for what it's worth. Uh, we give them to foster kids wherever we can. And we sell them on our website if you want I believe in you bracelet. But one of the victims was wearing one of those black bracelets. So they started calling it Operation Black Wrist. And what they do when they have a, a situation like this, they may not know where it's starting from, but what they do is they see the photos of the kids and they have all kinds of specialized software and a huge amount of training. And these people are my heroes. How you look at those photos of kids being violated, little boys being violated and work with that every day. I don't know how, I mean, I, I live in this world. I myself see more than I should see, although I never, ever look at child pornography. I've seen it twice by accident. I've reported it both times. But it takes a special person that cares for that. And that's why Daniel Alphen is such a hero as far as I'm concerned. So they had these pictures of these boys and they start um, tracking down all the clues. What Can we tell anything about who manufactured the curtains or is there a stuffed animal in there? Or is there a piece of jewelry that somebody's wearing? Is there a tattoo in there that they might be able to track? What kind of audio and visual clues can they do? Because when they start, they don't know if they're in Thailand or Colorado. Okay. They just have 11 boys in a photo that are being horribly violated. So how do you find them? And so, uh, when they began to take apart operation black wrist, they found out that it covered more than 60 countries. Okay. And, uh, in the end, it turned out that the server was actually housed in Bulgaria but it was being controlled out of Thailand and Australia. And they went in and they arrested some people with names I can't honestly could never pronounce. There's no use me even trying. Well, one of them was Salangam, Salangam out of Thailand. He did get a 146-year sentence in a Thai prison. Uh, you can get some very long sentences for child pornography here in the U.S., and also overseas. But this was a particularly terrible crime. The site administrator was actually from Bulgaria. That's what we call offshore, one of those places where they're not subject to all the privacy laws. And they build what they call bulletproof housing, uh, excuse me, bulletproof hosting. Got that wrong. Anyway, basically, this is not in the dark web. This would be in a place like Bulgaria. They develop a website that has multiple, multiple, multiple layers of virtual private networking. And so it's almost impossible to get in unless you have a series of codes and and passwords and like that so that they can keep law enforcement out. Once, once the law enforcement began to understand the dark web, then it's kind of like the lights come on and the cockroaches scatter, okay? <laughs> so they, they go off to these third world countries and do bulletproof hosting. Well, in this case, they began to track it down. They took it all the way over to uh, Australia. 
there the man had thousands of de- uh, devices uh, and included very small children. He got 40 years in prison, as well as an elementary school teacher who was taking photos at school. So law enforcement then began to go through this whole case. And when they did, they start to find out, as we talked about before, how many people are on there and who are they? And they begun to run IP addresses. And one day they show up in Texas and they knock on Charles Orange's door. So if you suddenly have a, um, someone arrested that you're aware of in your neighborhood, you should know that it didn't just happen, that they probably are part of some foreign national ring out of Thailand, out of Philippines. It's a billion dollar business in the Philippines and that they have been tracked back. And these people are everybody. I mean, this gentleman here looks smart. He looks accomplished. Uh, I, I have known and have followed this for a long time. Many of these people are um, very smart people. Uh, they have high-powered jobs in many cases. Uh, many cases, they're very disciplined. Maybe uh, maybe they're uh, working in an area of being an engineer or um, an accomplished teacher or accomplished physician and even law enforcement. Anybody can be a child pornographer. The reason why I share all this with you is I'm a little concerned with all this social distancing right now because it's an obsessive compulsive behavior. And you get into isolation and you're starting to get short of income and your stress level goes up and they act out more than usual. And they will go into their own little world and and retreat into this kind of thing. So that's how it all started as they arrested this man. But by the time they're all through, they track this back to the fact that this is this big international ring. Well, why am I taking you the taking your time telling you all this? Because today the headline is a Thai child modeling agency is charged with sex abuse images. Now, most of us would read that and go, well, that happens in Thailand, and we walk away. And we think it doesn't have anything to do with us. But I want to open your eyes to the fact that it does. And that many of these people are being arrested, yes, in Southern California, maybe even in your community, are one of these people who are subscribing to these big rings in the dark web, and they're having to re-qualify all the time. And they spend a lot of time and energy on it. And so I'm coming up against a break here. And on the next section, our last section, I want to just share with you how we come full circle to this and exactly how big it was and why these people are being arrested and being arrested right here in our own community. So my name is Opal Singleton, and this show is by Million Kids. We're a local agency. We're not big by any means, but we have a mighty reach. We've trained somewhere between 400 and 500,000 people that we can give you names of. And, well, we can't give you all the names, but anyway, <laughs> but people that I've met and talked to over time. In fact, I just cleaned out some of my old files and I think, oh my gosh, I've known so many wonderful people who want to do good by fixing this problem and how fortunate I've been to be in this position over the last 12 years. 
years and to be able to share with others and and be involved in helping uh, kids. So I'm going to give you a number to call at the end of the show in case you want to report anything about this. You can do it anonymously. But in the meantime, before we take our break, I just want to share with you that Million Kids is 12 years old, going on 13. We would not be here without the support of so many of you. People like Sam Manuel and people who have golf tournaments like Pechanga and local people who give a little bit every month to support us. And then corporations like BMW, we are so grateful. If you can support our work, go to millionkids.org. We'll be right back. This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens and she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of Million Kids because she cares about young people. But she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951 Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951-781-9345. That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. We are talking about a deep, dark subject today, but I want to bring it to your attention because we cannot not talk about it. And I want you to be aware of it because you have eyes and ears and I want you to take this very, very seriously. We must do something to report these kinds of things. So the headline I woke up to today said Thai child modeling agent charged over child sex abuse images. And I thought, "Mm, 
That probably doesn't have anything to do with us, but I scanned it over. And I was really kind of amazed. And uh, I, what they did is they found what they saw was a uh, young man being molested and that the perpetrator had a tattoo. And to these agents' credit, and these are agents just like Daniel Alphen and Laura Schwarzenberger. I almost said that wrong. Anyway, um, these are people who have dedicated their life to freeing kids and helping kids and like that. When they started this, what happened is they tracked that tattoo back to a modeling agency in Thailand. Now, anybody who has done any work at all out of Cambodia and Thailand, I've done a lot of work out of Cambodia, but not for a long time now. Uh, but Thailand is known for abusing their boys. And, um, and so they went to this area and outside of Bangkok and they found their perpetrator. Now, this takes a tremendous amount of cooperation between our FBI, our Homeland Security, Interpol, Europol. In this case, there were over 60 agencies that were involved in trying to find all of these people, including the U.S. government. And they determined that what had happened is this guy by the name of Nen, N-E-N-E, Nen, something, Nen-E, something like that. He had been going to schools and offering modeling jobs to kids, and parents trusted him because he seemed to be doing it with the school uh, approval. And these kids ended up being horribly abused, everywhere from 6 to uh, 16 years old, I believe it is. They had many victims, but there were over this one man that they arrested. One man had a half a million photos of kids being violated. A half a million, 500,000. That is not photos. That is 500,000 children who had their photo taken. And as they began to arrest him and start to track it, they had to go from uh, from Thailand to Australia to New Zealand over to Bulgaria back here to the U.S. These are absolutely huge, huge rings. Uh, at one point, he found a portfolio with over 8,400 models. These are boys that have been taken advantage of out of Thailand, but their photo went out all around the world. And they will continue to go around the world. You can't ever get them back. Well, I know that this is a very hard subject and it's a Saturday afternoon and you're trying to relax and you go, why, why do we listen to this? Because there are things we can do. Number one, we can be aware. Certainly we can all go, oh, puke, that's awful. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, I, I say that about once a week. You know, that's awful. But the way that you stop it is you're aware. OK, yeah, several of these cases this week actually happened because in one case, a wife saw it and decided that she was going to report it. And I thought to myself, what a hero that woman is, because she knows the minute she reports it, he's going to go to prison for a very long time and she's not going to have an income. But it was more important to her to keep her kids safe. And so if you're aware that something has taken place, please report it. If you see people looking at any of it, 
uh, that you believe you can report it. Now, I'm going to give you a reporting number here in a minute, just in case, uh, and it's on my website also, but just in case you have a pen to write it down. But if you know of any young person who's being violated or anybody that is doing the violation or any teenager that's being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo or even worse, if they're being pushed into forced prostitution, that is called child sex trafficking, if they're under 18, then then this is how you report it. 1-888-3737-888. Let me say it again. 1-888-3737-888. That is the national hotline. You can report it anonymously. And I would highly, highly encourage you to do that. I would also talk to your kids, okay? I say never give a kid a cell phone until they're old enough to have the sex talk because kids get technology, but they don't know what a pedophile is. If you put a six, seven, eight-year-old kid on the phone and they start talking to somebody and they want a picture of their little private parts, you know, they think of that as bathroom humor. The problem is our kids get the technology They don't get why somebody wants it, but they need to understand a lot of these kids are tricked into sending a photo and that photo goes out of one of those rings to a million people. You will never, ever get it back. And so that's why I go into schools and talk with kids and talk with teachers and and counselors. People need to understand the truth of the impact of this technology on global pornography rings. They're out there and they're real. And you get a photo that goes to a million people, it will change who you are forever. And so this is the scary part that we are putting prepubescent kids in an adult world. They get the device, they don't get the adult world. And so we need to do our part in being able to educate about it. So I hope this has been helpful to you to understand because you will be seeing a lot of uh, people arrested over, over across America for child pornography. So the next time you see it, maybe you'll understand how was that person caught? Well, they probably ran an IP address. They were party, probably part of a large scale ring and they will pay the price for it. So it is important that we talk with our kids so they're not victims. It's important that we educate ourselves. The good news is is that most of society are good people and they don't do it. And so that just kind of, it's kind of like putting sand through a sift, you know, and there's a certain group that don't go through the, the sift. And that's the way our society is. The problem of it is, We don't know who it is, and it's our children at stake. So we have to educate our kids about this, especially if they're online. Right now, we are so darn busy. I can barely ever get even these shows out and the million kids inside are alert out because you have thousands of kids online, thousands without supervision. And I'm going to tell you that if you put a six-year-old online, they're not going back to their bicycle. They are going to want to live online. And if we don't give them a way to be empowered and protect themselves, it's going to be a problem. They're going to end up being violated. And when you get violated and you get caught in one of these, these web things 
as your photo goes around, it will change your life forever. So I would ask you to follow me and kids. Just go to meandkids.org. Hit that insider alert thing and give us your email address. We never sell our names. You know, we don't harass you. We send these out about three times a week, but it will keep you educated. And it will give you material to talk to your children or your grandchildren. And if you want us to come out and speak, if you're a corporation or something like that, we'll also do that if we ever allowed out of the house and out of my bunker. But anyway, we'd be glad to do that. In the meantime, if you could support our organization financially, I can't tell you how much that would mean to me. We are small, but we are mighty. We have a huge reach. We have a movie coming out. It was supposed to be out this month. It's probably not going to be till about June or July now because of COVID, but it is more than 50. Well, it's right at 50% done. And it will be all about how the internet is made and where naked photos go when you hit send. And part of it will be sent out to schools across America, and the rest of it will be on Netflix so that you can see as a parent how all this happens. We don't know the name of it yet, but I think it's going to be called Seduced. By the way, I have two books. If you want to educate yourself, be sure and go to meandkids.org and order the books. I'll sign them for you and send them to you. In the meantime, I want to thank each and every one of you, you know, all the people that make this show happen and that make our research happen and make our education happen and give us what we need to be able to set with parents and get the the kids connected to resources so they can get help and they can turn their lives around. I believe for most of our kids, their first sexual experience will be a virtual sexual experience now. And we need to be prepared to help them so that it's a healthy encounter and not one that hurts. So thank you for those of you that have gone to millionkids.org and donated. My name is Opal Singleton. You folks have a great week. Put your arms around your kid. Tell your spouse you're proud of them. Tell them all you love them. And I'll see you next Saturday at 3 o'clock. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S.org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators.